How's it going, everybody? Adrian here from The Gaming Observer, and welcome back to your daily news update for Monday, February the 8th. I'm going to be wrapping up the weekend of news. Not a tremendous amount, but enough to fill a show. Let's jump into it. Uh, first of all, we got to talk about Final Fantasy XIV, which is the MMO, because they have announced the next expansion for the game, and it is called Endwalker, expected for release in the fall of this year. Now, I'm not even going to pretend to understand the story elements. You'd probably need to watch like a YouTube summary to understand what's going on there. So I encourage you to seek out this story on your own if you are invested in the game. Uh, it seems like people are going to be able to go to the moon or something like that, which is pretty interesting. Anyway, the game is going to introduce two new jobs. One is a healer called Sage, and the other is an unnamed melee DPS. And the level cap is going up by 10 levels from 80 to 90. They're also introducing a farming system, which is pretty interesting. And by the way, just in case you didn't know, Final Fantasy XIV, they have a demo for this game if you haven't played it before. And the demo itself is basically an entire game. They give you the base game plus the first expansion, I think. And they essentially want you to just get hooked on the game so that you can buy the expansions. I've heard great things about it, so definitely check it out if you're interested. I would myself if I had more time in the day. Warner Brothers has officially and finally acquired a patent for the Nemesis system from the Middle-Earth games. Now, they've been trying to get this for the past six years. It takes a while to get patents, but the patent office has now accepted it, and they'll be able to maintain it until 2035, so like 15 years. Now, if you never played the Middle-Earth games, the Nemesis system was really cool. It was basically this feature where enemies that killed the player, or even survived the player, would become a Nemesis. They would get a name, you'd be able to see them in your main menu, things like that. And because of their success outlasting the player, the orc would be promoted within their ranks and become stronger, making them even more difficult to defeat the next time around. And it could keep going on like that. You face the enemy, you die, you face the enemy, you die, and all of a sudden this enemy has become super powerful. People loved this feature and wondered why a lot of other developers didn't do things similarly. And now, unfortunately, if somebody does want to do it similarly, they might have to license it from Warner Brothers. Now, the patent itself is a little broad. Obviously, when you're breaking down software mechanics like this, it's not going to be a, an easy one to, to patent. But nonetheless, the move has been criticized by fans and game developers alike. It is patents like this which have prevented some pretty interesting things, like having minigames play during loading screens. One company got their hands on the patent for that, and it meant nobody else could do it. Conversely, the patent is fairly broad, like I mentioned, and it's kind of unknown if Warner Brothers is actually interested in acting on this financially and legally. But nonetheless, it's not a, it's not a great thing to happen for the industry. Sets a, a bad precedent, for sure. One of the most successful Steam games of all time, Factorio, is going to be getting its first paid expansion. Now, this is less a specific announcement and more a broad statement of what they plan on doing with the game. Because they explored a whole bunch of options about what they were going to do, right? Do they just give free updates, a bunch of mini ones? Do they do a whole bunch of very small DLCs? Do they make a Factorio 2? And ultimately they decided, okay, one big expansion for now. They do say that they plan for it to take less than a year to develop, but this is their first time branching out like this, so we'll see what happens. And uh, hey, if you haven't had the chance yet, Factorio, I believe it has the second most positive reviews on Steam, or at least in terms of the ratio from positive to negative. It's a game all about creating and building automated factories and making them as efficient as possible. A lot of people really love that game. Okay, and I'm just going to lump two stories into one segment here. 
First of all, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, as you might know, is getting a remake. It was originally slated for September, then they delayed it to March, and now they've delayed it indefinitely. So no timeline on when that game is coming yet. And finally, we have a game heading to Steam for the first time in 15 years. It's called Open Transport Tycoon Deluxe. This is a classic city builder game, kind of like, you know, early Roller Coaster Tycoon or SimCity, things like that. And it was free and open source for a very long time. Now it's going to be there on Steam, so that's pretty cool. It focuses on building transportation systems. Anyway, there you go, folks. That's all of the news from the weekend, and that's all I'm going to leave you with for today. I'm going to be back with the news tomorrow, as always. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. First thing I want to say is thank you to everybody who came to the Discord Q&A. It was a whole lot of fun, and I know a lot of people wanted to come and they missed it, so that's no problem. Uh, somebody actually made a, a great suggestion that we do this every month, and I think that's a, a good timeline. So I think on the first weekend of every month, we'll do a live Q&A, at least for now. We'll see how it goes. But anyway, yeah, I mean, we had a lot of fun, lots of questions. And I did record it, so I haven't looked at the recording yet, but I might take it, edit it up a bit, throw it on YouTube in case you want to watch the VOD. Now, really what I want to talk to you about today, and I might talk about this again on a weekend show at some point. I apologize to those of you who listen to the after show and then have to hear me repeat myself on the weekends, but this show is to give you the day-to-day of my life, right? Sometimes. Anyway, today I played VR with my best friend once again, and we played a game called Echo VR. And if you haven't heard of Echo VR, it is basically handball, I guess, but in space. You know, it's Rocket League, but instead of a car, you're in a space station and you're flying through zero gravity. I'm realizing now it might be called Echo Arena. I might be calling it the wrong thing. I don't know. I think on the headset itself, it's just called Echo VR. Anyway, you've basically got this flying disc going through the air and, you know, you're trying to throw it into the enemy goal. And it is incredibly satisfying to see the enemy throw the disc towards your goal, and then you reach out and, like, catch it out of midair as part of your defense. Oh boy, is that satisfying. And then, like, you can keep playing and, like, punch people in the face, and that stuns them. So there's a whole, like, fighting mechanic to it. I mean, it's very rudimentary, but there are some people that just go around and punch you constantly without even focusing on the disc, which isn't great. Makes it a lot less fun and harder to, uh, you know, you can't really score if you're just punching everybody. But anyway, we played that for a long time, like an hour or something like that, which I don't usually do with VR. And I've just realized that, like, I don't even care what the game is anymore. Like, it's been really nice that the VR games that I'm playing are good. But even if they were really bad, just being able to play with my friend is something totally different. You know, it's such a different experience. And maybe that novelty will wear off at some point, but I don't know. It's really something else. I ended up getting nauseous after a certain point because most of the VR games I play, you just have to stand in one place. And for this Echo game, you have to, well, I mean, you're flying around in zero G. It wasn't as bad as it usually is, the nausea, but I'm hoping to play the game a little bit more and, and grow some legs so that I, uh, I don't get as nauseous as much. Anyway, definitely try that out if you have a VR headset. It's a lot of fun. We did run into a lot of children playing the game, unfortunately, but they were respectful. They weren't trash talking for the most part, so that was nice. Uh, I think that's going to do it. Thank you for being here, folks. Appreciate you lots. Until next time, farewell.